Welcome back to Reading the Psalms. I'm Dan, and I'm going to read Psalm 78 today. Psalm 78 is a masculine of Asaph. And just as a heads up, this is a pretty long psalm. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, telling to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wondrous works that he has done. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel while he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know him, them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and tell them to their children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. The children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. They kept not the covenant of God and refused to walk in his law, and they forgot his doings and his wondrous works that he had showed them. Marvelous things did he in the sight of their fathers in the land of Egypt in the field of Zoan. He clave the sea and caused them to pass through, and he made the waters to stand up as a heap. In the daytime also he led them with a cloud, and all night with a light of fire. He clave rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink abundantly as out of the depths. He brought streams also out of the rocks and caused waters to run down like rivers. Yet went they on still to, this, to sin against him, to rebel against the Most High in the desert, and they tempted God in their heart by asking meat for their lust. Yea, they spoke against God. They said, Can God prepare a table in the wilderness? Behold, he smote the rock that the waters gushed out and streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Will he provide flesh for his people? Therefore the Lord heard and was wroth, and a fire was kindled against Jacob, and anger also went up against Israel, because they believed not in God and trusted not in his salvation. Yet he commanded the skies above and opened the doors of heaven and he rained down manna upon them to eat and gave them the corn of heaven. Man did eat the bread of the mighty. He sent them meat to the full and caused the east wind to blow in the heaven and by his power he guided the south wind. He rained flesh also upon them as the dust and winged fowls as the sand of the seas. And he let it fall in the midst of their camp round about their habitations so they did eat and were f well filled, and he gave them that they lusted after. And were, they were not estranged from their lust. Their meat was yet in their mouths when the anger of God went up against them and slew the fattest of them and smote down the young men of Israel. For all this they sinned still and believed not in his wondrous works. Therefore their days did he consume in vanity and their years in terror. When he slew them, then they inquired after him, and they returned and sought God early. And they remembered that God was their rock, and the Most High God their Redeemer. But they flattered him with their mouth, and they, did, and they lied unto him with their tongue, for their heart was not right with him, neither were they faithful in his covenant. 
But he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not. Yet many a time turned his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath. And he remembered that they were but flesh, a wind that passes away and comes not again. How oft did they rebel against him in the wilderness and grieve him in the desert. And they turned again and tempted God and provoked the Holy One of Israel. They remembered not his hand, nor the day when he redeemed them from the adversary, how he set his signs in Egypt and in his wonders in the field of Zoan, and turned their rivers into blood and their streams that they could not drink. He sent among them swarms of flies which devoured them and frogs which destroyed them and gave also their increase unto the caterpillar and their labor unto the locusts. He destroyed their vines with hail and their sycamores with frost. He gave over their cattle also to the hail and their flocks to hot thunderbolts. He cast upon them the fierceness of his anger, wrath and indignation and trouble, a, hand of angel, a band of angels of evil. He made a path for his anger and spread not their soul, spared not their soul from death, but gave their life over to pestilence and smote all the firstborn of Egypt, the chief of their strength, in the tents of Ham. But he led forth his own people like sheep, and guided them in the wilderness like a flock, and he led them safely, so that they feared not. But the sea overwhelmed their enemies, and he brought them to the border of their sanctuary, to his mountain, where his right hand had which his right hand had purchased, he drove out the nations also before them and allotted them for an inheritance by line and made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. Yet they tempted and rebelled against the Most High God and kept not his testimonies, but turned back and dealt treacherously like their fathers and were turned aside like a deceitful bow for they provoked him to anger with their high places and moved him to jealousy with their graven images. When God heard this, he was wroth and greatly abhorred Israel, so that he forsook the tabernacle of Shiloh and the tent which he had placed among men and delivered his strength into captivity and his glory into the adversary's hand. He gave his people over also unto the sword and was wroth with his inheritance." fire devoured their young men and their maidens had no marriage song their priests fell by the sword and their widows made no lamentation then the lord awaked as one out of sleep like a mighty man that shouts by reason of wine he smote his adversaries backward he put them to perpetual reproach moreover he refused the tent of joseph and drove chose not the tribe of ephraim but chose the tribe of judah the Mount Zion, which he loved. And he built his sanctuary like the heights and the earth, which he has established forever. He chose David also his servant and took him from the sheepfolds, from following the ewes that might uh, that give suck and brought him to feed Jacob his people and Israel his inheritance. So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. Well, I often restart the reading of a psalm when the train horn blows, but that's a long psalm, so I'm just going to keep with the recording. The last line of Asaph's psalm does not, I think, reveal the last act of or performance of God. It is rather the summation of God's work for Israel. It's the description 
of the great shepherd over his flock. It is the description that the psalm was trying to reveal. He fed them according to the integrity of his heart. He guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. As we read through Asaph's psalms, we hear his heart cry out in indignation against the enemy, against the troubles, and sometimes at God's absence from them in their troubles. It was only just in the last psalm which asked the question, has God forgotten to be gracious? This psalm here opens up the whole story of a foolish flock and a shrewd shepherd. The flock kept running into troubles away from good direction. They kept lusting after passions instead of laying down to rest in their Lord. Time and time again, the Lord revealed his ability to care for his flock, provide for their needs, lead them to safety, and destroy all the enemies and difficulties in their path. Yet they kept turning their hearts astray from the Lord. This psalm closes with God's choice of David to lead. This psalm calls each of us, even today, to look to the house of David for our leadership. Jesus, the son of David, well documented in the Gospels by his descent. Jesus, the son of David, is the leader of God's people. He is the great shepherd of our souls. And he is so willing to care for us today. He is so willing to lead us in a right way. Oh, if we would just learn the lesson from this psalm that Asaph writes, the lesson that is to be taught generation to generation to generation, that Jesus himself, that God, will feed us according to the integrity of his heart and guide us by the skillfulness of his hands. As we read through Psalm 78 again, pay attention to the lessons, to the foolish choices that people make, and try to learn how you can make right choices in your life to follow Jesus. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from our children, telling to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wondrous works that he has done. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and tell them to their children, that that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. Children of Eph- the children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. They kept not the covenant of God and refused to walk in his law, and they forgot his doings and his wondrous works that he had showed them. Marvelous things did he in the sight of their fathers in the land of Egypt in the field of Zoan. He clave the sea and caused them to pass through, and he made the waters to stand as a heap. And in the daytime also he led them with a cloud, and all night with the light of fire. He clave rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink abundantly out of the depths. He brought streams also out of the rock and caused waters to run down like rivers. Yet went they on still to sin against him, to rebel against the Most High in the desert. And they tempted God in their heart by asking meat for their lusts. Yea, they spoke against God. They said, 
Can God prepare a table in the wilderness? Behold, he smote the rock that waters gushed out and streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Will he provide flesh for his people? Therefore the Lord heard and was wroth, and a fire was kindled out against Jacob, and anger also went up against Israel, because they believed not in God and trusted not in his salvation. Yet he commanded the skies above and opened the doors of heaven and rained down manna upon them to eat and gave them of the corn of heaven. Man did eat of the bread of the mighty and sent them meat in the full, and he caused the east wind to blow in the heaven, and by his power he guided the south wind. He rained flesh upon them as the dust and winged fowl as the sand of the seas, and he let it fall in the midst of their camp round about their habitations. So they did eat and were well filled, and he gave them that they and he gave them that they lusted after. They were not estranged from their lusts. Their meat was yet in their mouths when the anger of God went up against them and slew the fattest of them and smote down the young men of Israel. For all this they sinned still and believed not his wondrous works. Therefore their days did he consume in vanity and their years in terror. When he slew them, then they inquired after him, and they returned and sought God early, and they remembered that God was their rock and the most high God, their redeemer. But they flattered him with their mouths, and they lied unto him with their tongue, for their heart was not right with sin. Neither were they faithful in his covenant. But he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not, Yea, many a time he turned his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath. And he remembered that they were but flesh, a wind that passes away and comes not again. How oft did they rebel against him in the wilderness and give and grieve him in the desert? And they turned again and tempted God and provoked the Holy One of Israel. They remembered not his hand, nor the day when he redeemed them from the adversary. How he set his signs in Egypt and his wonders in the field of Zoam and turned their rivers into blood and their streams that they could not drink. He sent among them swarms of flies which devoured them and frogs which destroyed them and gave them also their increase unto the caterpillar and their labor unto the locust. He destroyed their vines with hail and their sycamore trees with frost. He gave over their cattle to the hail and their flocks to the hot thunderbolts. He cast upon them the fierceness of his anger, wrath, and indignation, and trouble, a band of angels of evil. He made a path for his anger. He spared not their soul from death, but gave their life over to pestilence, and smote all the firstborn of Egypt, the chief of their strength, and the tents of Ham. But he led forth his own people like sheep, and guided them in the wilderness like a flock, and he led them safely, so that they feared not. But the sea overwhelmed their enemies, and he brought them to the border of his sanctuary, to, his mount, to this mountain, which his right hand had purchased. He drove out the nations also before them, and allotted them for an inheritance by line, and made their tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. Yet they tempted and rebelled against the Most High God, and kept not his testimonies, but turned back and dealt treacherously like their fathers. They were turned aside like a deceitful bow, for they provoked him to anger with their high places, and moved him to jealousy with their graven images. When God heard this, he was wroth, and greatly abhorred Israel, so that he forsook the tabernacle of Shiloh, and the tent which he had placed among men, and delivered his strength into captivity and his glory into the adversary's hand. 
he gave his people also over unto the sword and was wroth with his inheritance. Fire devoured the young men and the maidens had no marriage song. Their priests fell by the sword and their widows made no lamentation. Then the Lord awaked as one out of sleep like a mighty man that shouts by reason of wine. He smote his adversaries backwards. He put them to a perpetual reproach. Moreover, he refused the tent of Joseph and chose not the tribe of Ephraim, but chose the tribe of Judah, the Mount Zion, which he loved. And he built his sanctuary like the heights, like, uh, like the earth, which he has established forever. He chose J David also his servant and took him from the sheepfold, from following the ewes that give suck and brought him to feed Jacob his people and Israel his inheritance. So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. What are the lessons that you want to pull out of this psalm? What are the ideas that latch into your heart that you want to share with others? This is a psalm for sharing and teaching, but in order to share it and teach it, more than learning the words, we need to understand in our heart what the words reveal and what the words are saying. Take the time to think about psalms like these. Take the time to read through this psalm. It's long, but it's exciting and it's powerful. If we take good time with God's good word, he will open it up to us and give us the good food that we need. Well, thanks for listening in and hope to talk with you again soon.